brethren, I'm here again. It's a new day and we thank God for his goodness in allowing us to come and share with you. I trust that in our last devotion that your heart was encouraged as we set out to magnify the Lord. So I say, oh, would you magnify the Lord with me? Many times we ask God to bless us in which that we are already blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. But we ought to stop and bless God also. We ought to give him praise and honor and glory as due to his matchless name. Charles Wesley, in his song, Oh, for a thousand tongues to sing, based on Psalms 35 and verse number 28, he says, My tongue shall speak of the righteousness and of thy praise all the day long. He said in that first answer, Oh, for a thousand tongues to sing, my great Redeemer praise, my great Redeemer praise, the glories of our God and King, the triumph of His grace. The triumph of His grace, the triumph of His grace. In that second stanza, he said, My gracious Master and my God, assist me to proclaim Assist me to proclaim, to spread through all the author brought the honors of thy name. The honor of thy name. The honors of thy name. I'm asking you to magnify the Lord with me. And I'm walking through the scriptures and showing you why we should magnify the Lord. Why we should give him praise. Peter named a few things for us. And he said, we are to remember the mercies of God. God is merciful. Mercy is withholding from us that which we deserve. Oh, I want to thank God for his mercy. But then I also want to bless God that he made us his. So I say, God, we bless you for making us yours. I belong to the King. I am a child of God. I am not ashamed to say that wherever I go, whatever it costs me, I would let people know that I am a child of God. I may not be all that he desire me to be, but I thank God that I am his child and he's walking in and through my life every day for me to become even a better person. Oh, that's why the Apostle Paul said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. So let's go back to 1 Peter chapter number 1. And read verse number three and see what Peter is talking about in regards to blessing God. He said, Blessed be the God and the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy, watch this, had begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. So I joined with Peter and said, God, we bless you for making us yours for taking us their God and adopting us into your family. Peter said this, 
Bless God, he had begotten us. This means that we have been born again and became his. In John's gospel, chapter 3 and verse number 5, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except the man be born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Both live naturally and spiritually comes from God. Physically speaking, we have a natural body. Spiritually, we who are born again have a spiritual body. Because of our spiritual birth, we are members of the family of God. There are children that are born to my mother and children that are born to my father. They are my brothers and my sisters, but there are millions in this world who are not born to my mother or my father physically, but they are also my brothers and sisters. Why? Because they are born to the heavenly father, to God. Oh, he said, we must be born again. Those who are born again are brothers and sisters. John chapter 1, verse 11 through 14, he came unto his own and his own received him not. Could you imagine that you would come to your family? You come to those that you would expect would receive you. You need a place. So you come to the family. You knock on the door, but they refuse you. Jesus came unto his own he referred to as the Jews, but they received him not. And verse 12 says, But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Notice, those who receive him, he gave them power to become God's sons. Now, you may hear the sons of God, which mean God's sons. I am a child of God. If you are born again, you are a child of God. Look at verse 13, which says, which were born not of blood, and that's not by the physical birth, nor of the will of the flesh, or of the will of man, but of God. Oh, what a word. And then he says in verse 14, And the word was made flesh and dwelt among men, and we beheld the glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So what am I saying? I'm saying we are his children. How? Because of our relationship with him through faith. We are his children because of our relationship with him through faith. We are family. We are his sons and his daughters because of our relationship. In Galatians chapter number 3 and verse 26, he says, For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. Now, I don't know if you had ever stopped and thought of that. I don't know. But this would be a good time to stop and think of it. 
whose child are you? Now, this is powerful. When you hear that, we are the children of God. There may be some families that you wish that you were born into and you're not. But may I tell you that you cannot have a better father than God. And those of us who know Jesus Christ, we are the children of God. Stop for a moment and think on whose child you are. In chapter 3, Gospel of John, verse 1, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man, he was of the Pharisees and he was a ruler of the Jews. And this is the man that Jesus said to him, hey, if you are going to be my son, if you're going to enter the kingdom, you must be born again. But may I also tell you that we have a lot to glorify God for and praise God for and just bless God for because we were children of wrath. Paul wrote to the church at Ephesus in chapter 2 and verse number 3 says, among whom also we all had our conversation in time past and the lust of the flesh. Now, sometimes when you listen to some people speak, those who know Jesus Christ as Savior, sometimes you may think like that person had never sinned. and makes it so difficult for others who would want to trust Christ and feel like, I cannot make it. Hey, we all in time past had our conversation in the lust of the flesh. We all were fulfilling the desire of the flesh and of the mind and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. We were the children of wrath. And then quickly, we were the children of disobedience, wherein in time past we walk according to the course of the world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now walketh in the children of disobedience. So what made the difference? The mercy of God. Mm -hmm. So today we can stop and thank God for making us his own. So I say, God, we bless you for making us yours. Oh, taking us from where we were and placing us where we are as children of God. Father, we bless you. We glorify you, God, for making us your children. And Lord, as Peter writes, he tells us, because we are your children, there's so many things that we can look forward to. Lord, sometimes we live like we are not your children, but God, help us to be always conscious of whose children we are. We love you, praise you, and thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. Hey, please, quickly, share with a friend and tell them you will share the next devotion. May you have a great day in the Lord.